Welcome to the Climb Your Mountain podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Maurer, a certified personal trainer, high altitude mountaineer, and ultra runner. Each week, I show you how to train, eat, think, and live like a mountaineer so you can boost your chances of reaching the summit. My passion is to empower people of all ages and sizes to get outside and live lives of adventure. Remember, mountain climbing will never be easier than today. So let's dive into the show. Is holiday travel putting the squeeze on your workout? Are you wondering how to keep your training going on the road, especially when the gyms are closed? Friend, if you're dying for a little cardiotherapy before you sit around the table with your judgmental bickering family, this episode is for you. Today, I'll share my best tips for training while traveling. We'll also talk about how to adapt your workout to your hotel room, your parents' living room, or anywhere. Ready? Let's do this. Today's episode is brought to you by my course, Mountain Fit, Self-Coaching for Mountain Athletes. So congratulations, you've signed up for a mountaineering trip or a long distance trek. Now, how the French toast do you get in shape for it? You could hire a coach to help you, but the ones who actually understand our sport are so damn expensive. And even if you get a good one, no coach is ever going to understand your lifestyle, your schedule, and your body the way that you do. The truth is you will always be your own best coach. You just need to know what to do and when to do it. That's why I created Mountain Fit. This online masterclass is the roadmap you've been looking for to help you reach your fitness goals. In this course, I walk you step-by-step through everything you need to transform yourself into a diesel-powered hiking machine, even if you're starting from absolute zero. By the end, you'll know how to assess your fitness level, write a training plan that gets results, and choose the best exercises for your goals. And if you need a starting point, I've included 40 weeks, that's 40 weeks, of training plans you can adapt for your own season. So stop wasting thousands of dollars on Tracy, the big box gym trainer who has never hiked a day in her life. Learn how to train yourself with Mountain Fit. To check it out, just click the link in the show notes. Hope to see you in there. Hey friends, how you doing? I can't believe this Friday is Christmas. What? (laughs) So it's the COVID Christmas. Hopefully there will only be one. So whatever you're doing, I hope it's going to be a good time. I'm personally not traveling for this Christmas. My mom and I decided to really plan like a fun celebration, maybe in April when one of us has the vaccine. So I'll be in Denver for Christmas. I'll probably maybe get together with some friends and do some trail running, do some hiking in the morning. And I really suspect that the rest of Christmas is going to be all about like pizza, wine, and me just sitting on the couch watching whatever I want on TV. And honestly, if I think about Christmases past that I've spent with relatives, that's actually going to be a pretty awesome Christmas. I'm not going to squander it by feeling sad that I'm all alone. I'm just going to try to enjoy that to the fullest. So yes, whatever is on tap for you this COVID Christmas, make it a fun one, make it a special one, and just Happy holidays to everyone. Happy Hanukkah. I know so many holidays happening in December that we celebrate. So whatever that is for you, wishing you a very special one. So because it's the holidays, I think it's a great time to talk about working out and training during travel. I know some of you are. 
in hotel rooms this week. Maybe you're with family this week, sleeping in your tiny single childhood bed, which just seems very strange and doesn't feel very conducive to doing hard endurance training. So especially if you're in an important part of your training where you're really like building up for a trip in a month or two, what do you do during the holidays to keep training on track or at least not completely derail yourself? So in just a moment, I'm going to offer you five tips for training on the road, whether that's in a hotel room or, you know, staying with friends and family. But before we dive into that, I do want to offer you this thought. I think it's so important, like during these holidays, during times when you're traveling, you're away from home, to give yourself so much grace with the workout. As you hear me say all the time on this podcast, perfection is not necessary in order for you to get to the top of the mountain, for you to finish the ultra marathon, hike the through hike, whatever it is your goal is. If you listen to my last episode where I talk about what I eat in a day, some people would be horrified. They would think, how can someone who eats processed frozen stuff still do all these things? Well, I can, and I know I can. I'm here to tell you it's the same thing with working out. If you miss a day just because you want to spend it with your mom, like hanging out, watching your favorite guilty, trashy TV show, all is not lost. And a good rule of thumb is that if in any given month you have 90% compliance with your workout schedule, you are more or less on track. So if you think about it, if you work out for 10 hours a week, Basically, you could miss a whole hour every week and still more or less be on your path to your goal. And I'm not telling you to be a slacker or that you should intentionally miss time, but I do think it's important to keep that in mind so that you can really fully enjoy your holidays, enjoy connecting with your family. Ultimately, that's the most important thing, right? Because, you know, they don't really care whether you climb the mountain or not. Your loved ones are going to be there for you no matter what. So they're so much more important than training. I think so anyway. So hopefully just take that thought with you to take some of the shame and stress out of missing your workouts over the holidays. So what can you do to kind of keep yourself on track, especially if you're at a crucial phase in your training? I'll offer you five tips that I use that have worked for me. So number one, if you use training cycling to plan your training, and you should, I'm going to explain why in just a moment if you don't know what that is. If you use training cycles, you want to make your holiday week, your travel week, the easy week. So let's back that up for just a minute. First of all, what are training cycles? So basically, if anytime you're doing endurance training, you always want to be building up for a few weeks and then take an easy week to consolidate your gains. So what does this look like? For most of my clients, I have them build for three weeks and then they rest for one week. However, that three-week, one-week pattern, it's not set in stone. Some people, especially when they get to the hard part of their training, might benefit from building one week, resting one week, then they build the next week, then they rest a week. And some people can go longer. They can go up to five weeks before they take a rest week, especially early in their training. 
And why is this rest week so important? If you're hearing this for the first time and you're like, oh, I never do that. I just build and build and build. I want you to stop. <laughs> it's so important that you rest. Resting is actually how you get stronger in training. So if you think about it, for example, let's picture your bicep and you're doing a bunch of bicep curls. You're actually causing micro trauma to that muscle. You're making tiny tears in it. So doing bicep curls is making your bicep weaker. Same thing when you go out and do like hard cardio. It's actually making your heart weaker, making your lungs weaker, the pounding on the ground. If you're running, if you're hiking with a heavy pack, it's making your connective tissue weaker. So really, if we just said workout after workout after workout, we just get weaker and weaker, right? But how do we get stronger? We rest. We make time for healing. And if you think about it, if you've ever hit a broken bone, you've probably heard this from your orthopedist. After it heals, the break has a callus around it, and the break actually becomes the strongest part of the bone. It's the same thing with your muscle cells. It's the same thing with your heart, your lungs, your connective tissue. When you take the time to rest and fully recover before the next workout, you actually come out stronger. That's what's making you stronger. And by repeating that over and over and over, that's how we train up to our peak and be able to do amazing things that would probably kill us before we started training. So bringing it all back to cycles, it's really important to have a cycle, to have an easy week, and if you have to have one anyway, and if the cycles can be different lengths, why don't you just make your life so that anytime you have a work trip, a trip home, a family reunion, it's an easy week and you can look at your calendar, kind of plan your cycles around your trips so that the easy week always falls whenever you want to be spending time with family or whenever you need to be traveling for work. And then you can always build the build weeks around that, right? So it's kind of magical how you can do that. So yeah, don't be afraid to take an easy week, even if it's not like right square with your normal training cycle length, that's totally okay to have a longer cycle or shorter cycle, whatever makes sense at this particular time for you. Tip number two, if you are stuck in a hotel room, if you are staying with friends and family, and if you don't have access to a gym, which a lot of us don't this COVID Christmas, one thing I really love doing is doing workout videos. So you can get tons of free workout videos on YouTube. But another thing you can do that I really love doing is subscribe to a service, something like Beachbody, Peloton. You actually don't need a bike or a treadmill to subscribe to for Peloton's videos. They have tons of things that are just body weight, that are running, that you can do without any equipment. And actually, there's a ton of these services. And I have a page on my website that lists all of them. I've been encouraging people to use workout videos during quarantine, especially if they're on lockdown and can't get outside. But the cool thing is, a lot of times you can subscribe to these services for maybe two weeks with a free trial, which is amazing, right? It's probably going to get you through your work trip, get you through your family holiday trip. And the workouts in the videos are amazing. There's so much variety on almost all of these services. You can do things like HIT, do things like strength training with body weight. You can do yoga. You can do Pilates. You can do Insanity on Beachbody. It's so much fun. 
this Christmas, your family can just see you collapse on the floor and cry from working out too hard. And you can just do the free trial and use the videos to just kind of get through the hump, to get through the travel. But you might decide to keep it. I actually ended up keeping Beachbody just because it was so much fun. It makes strength training fun. I love the hosts. I love the, the groups that are on there. I feel like I'm working out with my friends, right? They're just always, they're in my ear encouraging me. So once again, I'll put a link in the show notes to my page that has all the workout streaming services. If you know of any that I've forgotten, definitely let me know. I'll be happy to add them. Number three tip, if you're into resistance training, if you're in a phase of your training where strength is important, I definitely encourage you to invest in a set of exercise bands. There are a couple of different kinds of bands you can get. The two that are probably the most useful are tubes with handles or loops. And then you can also get some that are one continuous elastic loop. And I have both. I'll put links in the show notes to mine. I love them. They're awesome. They go everywhere with me. But the cool thing about resistance bands is that any exercise you can do with dumbbells. If you're creative, you can probably do it with bands. And if you're not sure how, definitely go on YouTube and just check that out and just search for the exercise. For example, you can be like, how do I do a chest press with bands? How do I row with bands? And it'll show you. People do things with bands that I could never dream of on YouTube. It's really magical. A couple of things that are helpful if you have bands. It's nice to have a door anchor. That's going to actually help you do a lot of the exercises. However, it's not absolutely necessary. If you look on YouTube, there's probably a way to do it without the door anchor if you don't happen to have one in your set. So resistance bands, definitely check it out, especially if you're a person that travels a lot for work. Number four, workout tip for the holiday. If you don't have a ton of time to work out between your family visits and commitments and events, this is a great time to pick up the intensity. High intensity training is something you have to do anyway as a mountaineer. A lot of times we're so focused on endurance and getting time on our feet that we kind of neglected a little bit. So this week when you're having kind of constrained workout time is a great time for high intensity interval training. So benefits of this type of training, it really improves your VO2 max, which we've talked about before on the program, is basically the amount of oxygen that your body can use during exercise. And it's very closely correlated to the pumping power of your heart. So in order to get your heart to pump harder, pump more blood, more oxygen on each beat, you really need to do some high intensity stuff where it really needs to pump and move that oxygen, right? It also, another benefit of the high intensity training is it strengthens your diaphragm, which is your breathing muscle. And if you think about like how long you're exerting on a mountaineering trip, you're basically doing cardio for like 12 hours. It's not super intense, but I've had trips where I've come down and my diaphragm is actually sore. It's like a bicep that got curled too much. I can feel it when I breathe that it's sore. So it's really important to stress that muscle, put it through some intense training so that we can heal, get stronger, go through the same cycle that our skeletal muscles go through. Another great thing about high-intensity training, and this is especially awesome around the holidays, it raises your metabolism. It's called the afterburn effect. If you do a HIIT workout for even like 15 minutes, maybe a few hours later, your metabolism is still elevated from the demands of that workout because it is 
a bit tougher on our body than just a moderate cardio workout. And how long do these workouts have to be? They don't have to be very long at all. I like to do like 15, 20 minutes, but even doing as little as four minutes can actually have an impact on your cardiovascular functioning. If you know about Tabata, if you can Google the classic Tabata, it's a four minute workout that's very, very intense. It actually makes your heart stronger, makes your lungs stronger, even in just that short, short time. So if you're really in a time crunch, you could do a classic Tabata. You could do a double Tabata, which is eight minutes, or you could kind of stack them up a bit just to make a 15-minute interval workout, 30-minute interval workouts, whatever makes sense for you. But yeah, doing some HIT is a really, really awesome idea over the holidays. Things you can do, you can do the exercise videos that I mentioned earlier. There's tons of HIT workouts in there. I love things like battle ropes. Those are a fun thing to do with family. If you happen to just grab a cheap set from off of Amazon, you can actually like switch the family members out and everyone can do 30 seconds and have fun working out together. And a lot of HIT is done with body weights. So just things that you did in gym class, the jumping jacks, the burpees, the squat thrusts, these are all exercises that can really get your heart pumping. So just get creative, making your own little interval workouts, put on some good music, go to town, and you can just pretend you're you're leading a fitness class. Maybe you can lead one for your relatives. They probably need it, right? So picking up the intensity, high intensity interval training, great thing to do when you're short of time over the holidays, and it's a great place to focus for your training anyway that sometimes gets neglected. And finally, number five, I want you to use hiking discovery app, something like hiking project, just to look around for training hikes near the area where you're going to be. And I'll put a link in the show notes to hiking project. It's what I use every time I'm home to find new places to hike, to trail run. So to give you an example, I'm from Colorado. I'm used to training in the mountains. Like I have no trouble finding training hikes anywhere near me, but I spend a lot of time in Cleveland because that's where I'm from. That's where my family is. And it's pretty flat, right? So training for mountaineering in Cleveland, a little tricky. But one thing I did to help myself, I looked in hiking project and I discovered this go-to hike that I do all the time in Cleveland. If you're in Cleveland, maybe you'll see me here sometime. (laughs) It's called Furnace Run. It's in the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. And basically, it's just a short little loop. I don't even think it's a mile. It's like 0.7 miles, and it's got 200 feet of vert. It's got like one steep hill on it. And what I'll do, I'll just put on my backpack. I'll um, raid my mom's cupboards and just pull out all the cans and (laughs) heavy things in the cupboard, load up my pack so I've got like 20, 30 pounds in there. And I'll just do the furnace loop. I'll take a few hours and just loop it like over and over and over again. And like, if I do eight loops of it, I end up with 1600 feet of vert and a pretty steep hill carrying my heavy pack. That's pretty comparable to what I do in Colorado, a lot of training hikes. So that's amazing, right? So I want you to recreate this wherever you are. If you have time to do some training hikes, definitely look and see what's around you, finding a hike that's either rolling hills that maybe has like one steep hill. Even if it's not a loop, you can use that hill for hill repeats. Just put on your pack, go up and down, up and down as many times as you need to, to meet your vert goals. 
And this is also a reminder, make sure you take your backpack wherever you're headed. Your backpack can transform anything into a great training hike. Like let's say all you have is a beach with sand or a path through the city park, maybe with some snow, or maybe you have a chance to go to a stadium with some steps. If you have your pack with you, you can load it up and simulate a pretty awesome training hike. Your body doesn't know that you're not in Colorado, like marching up the side of the mountain. It just wants to repeat that process of stepping up against resistance. That's really all it takes to get in shape. So you can really, with a little bit of creativity, recreate that wherever you are. So friends, those are all my tips for you. I hope you're looking forward to an awesome holiday, wishing you whatever holiday you celebrate, the very, very best of it. And yeah, I will be back here in another week. And oh my gosh, it will be the last week of 2020. Can you believe it? I'll talk to you then. Hey friend, if you're enjoying the pod, there are two simple and free ways you can show your support. First of all, please share this with a friend who might find it helpful. And second, please leave a review on iTunes. Your support means the world to me. Thanks so much for tuning in.